the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Trump says he expects to hold another summit soon with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. It looks like we'll have a second summit quite soon. As you know, Kim Jong-un wrote a letter, a beautiful letter, and uh, asking for a second meeting, and we will be doing that. Secretary Pompeo will work that out in the immediate future. The president made his comments a short time ago in New York, where he's attending the United Nations General Assembly this week. The GOP is pushing back hard against a new claim of sexual misconduct by Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, and the president himself weighing in, voicing his full support for his Supreme Court nominee, calling the latest allegations simply untrue. The president says, I am with him all the way. Bill Cosby has arrived in a Philadelphia courthouse for the start of his sentencing hearing. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Like It Matters Radio coming up next here on Wellness 1570. Humley Michaels got an update of your Twin Cities forecast now from the Eagle Wellness Studios. Should see partly cloudy skies today. Uh, eh, the high right around 70. Could see some more showers tonight. Hopefully we can get out of that rut. We had a nice weekend. And uh, could use some more nice fall-like days, that's for sure. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Sam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania writes, Dr. Ray, so recently my doctor has diagnosed me with an enlarged prostate. What should I do? Well, an enlarged prostate, several things. First, you want to make sure you maintain healthy testosterone levels. That's the primary male hormone. There's a byproduct of testosterone called DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's the culprit. It's the one that causes the prostate to become enlarged. So you want to make sure you continually eat an avocado every single day. An avocado a day keeps prostate issues away. Contains a component in it called beta cysteine which protects the prostate every single time. Also, salt palmetto, pumpkin seed oil, and zinc. Zinc is the number one mineral that we as men need to protect our prostate and also to keep healthy testosterone levels. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate as precisely as possible the cause 
the way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. Individuals calling the office are often concerned with what plans we participate with. I have elected to abandon participation in all network plans. The reason is that it gives me liberty to provide our patients what they need, not what the insurance company tells me I'm allowed to provide. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And, And maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to keep it simple, soldier. You know, we are natural born procrastinators, and the number one way we procrastinate is I don't know. That's your answer. I don't know. And I always tell people, if you don't know your marriage is broken, then I guess you don't need to work on it, do you? If you don't know that uh, coach is molesting your child after practice because you're too busy to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there, then I guess you don't need to take a look at your lifestyle choices. See, if we don't know, we don't have to deal with it. And so one of the things I learned a long time ago is keep it simple, soldier, because the enemy's number one weapon formed against us is confusion. That's why I love the simplicity of the Bible. There are not 82 ways to God. There are not 16 ways to God. There are not seven ways to God. There are just one way to God. That's what the Bible says, the one way. Keep it simple, soldier. Don't make it complicated. The Bible tells us there are two paths out there, not 16 paths, not 22 paths, not 87 paths. It says there are two paths. There's a narrow path that uh, nobody's on. It's very hard. And there's a wide path that everybody's on. It's a lot of fun. But one path is leading to destruction, and one path is leading to everlasting life. And you got to decide which one you're going to be on. There's only two teams in life, ladies and gentlemen, and we got to decide which one we're going to be. 
Just like there are two types of people in the world, leaners and lifters. This is one of my favorite poems from Ella Wheeler Wilcox. It says, there are two kinds of people on earth today, two kinds of people no more I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood that the good are half bad and the bad are half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years bring each man his laughter, each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud for life's busy span who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No, the two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find too, I mean, there's only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Or are you a leaner who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care? Ella Wheeler Wilcox. I love that. I used to have a guy, I consider him a friend, he's a listener, and uh, he was always leaning into everything. Always talking about, well, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I'm going to lean in, I'm going to lean in, I'm going to lean in, I'm going to lean in. Uh, and he's no longer working with us. <laughs> because I don't need people leading in. I need people doing. I need people walking through. I need people opening the doors. I need people lifting, not leaning. And today, we're going to keep it simple, because I'm going to separate people into two categories, into two camps. People who either believe I have enough, or people who believe I've had enough. And boy, the world is full, the, the news are full, the newspapers are full of people that you can see what they're saying. I've had enough. I've had enough of the unfairness of life. I've had enough of life ain't no fair. I've had enough of, of someone else having and me not having. I've had enough of life's hardness. I've had enough that uh, nothing ever goes right for me. I've had enough. Right, I got a little boy, a little three-and-a-half-year-old boy, uh, Benaya. He is such a drama king. Oh, my gosh. He is a little drama king. He's got an incredible personality. Uh, but he's got the emotional highs and lows of his mom and me mixed in a unique way. Uh, and, and the guy, he's three-and-a-half years old. Uh, and he's already, he, he'll say, I done. I done. I done tablet. I done eggs. I done. And sometimes I'll even shake the head and push his hand sideways a little bit. I done. I done. He's three and a half years old. Or he'll say, I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> he's three and a half years old. Uh, and he's this drama king already. And he's got, he's had enough. I'm done. I can't even. It's so funny. He's three and a half years. And you know what? But he's a little kid. He's a little drama king. All that, I get that. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there like that. There's two mindsets. There's the victim and there's the grateful. There's two mindsets. Uh, they're the bitter and the better. You know, life, uh, you know, life experiences, there's a lot that's thrown at us. And no matter how good or how bad or no matter how your life compared to everybody else was, you're either going to process it in a way that makes you bitter or you're going to process it in a way that makes you better. You're either a leaner or a lifter. You're a giver or a taker. You know, givers gain and takers lose. You're either a conduit or a cistern. You're either having people pour into you and holding on to it, 
or you're taking all of life's blessings and you're using it as a you're being a pass-through agent. You were blessed so the others can be blessed. When I'm dealing with companies, I'm telling there's two types of employee mindset. You're an employee mindset or an owner. And it has nothing to do with your job. It has no, nothing to do with what your pay is. It has nothing to do if you're on salary or, or if you're paid by the hour. It has nothing to do uh, if you work part-time or full-time. It has nothing to do with how high up the food chain you are or how low down the food chain you are. An employee is someone who does what they're told, who shows up when they're supposed to, who checks the boss, who does the tax. I'm talking about the mindset. But the owner owns it, takes ownership. They treat their job as they owned it. They treat everything they do as they owned it. I don't care if you're a street sweeper, I think Martin Luther said, be the best darn street sweeper there ever was. And so we want to keep it simple. And I'm not going to be Pollyanna pretending that life ain't tough and life is all fair and everything's good and all that. No, that's not life. That's why I love uh, Mother Teresa's poem anyway. She says people are often unreasonable, irrational, self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you're a kind, she says, people may accuse you of being selfish, having ulterior motives. But she says be kind anyway. If you're successful, you will win some unfaithful friends and some genuine enemies. Succeed anyway. If you're honest and sincere, people may deceive you. Be honest and sincere anyway. What you spend years creating, others could destroy overnight. Create anyway. If you find serenity and happiness, some may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today will often be forgotten. Do good anyway. Give the best you have, and for a lot of people, it will never be enough. Give your best anyway. And she goes on to say in the final analysis, it's between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. And see, ladies and gentlemen, I love to say this because it's so true. We cannot control what has happened to us. But we can control the frame. We can control the way we store it. Because we only live life one time if you think about it. But then what we do is we codify experience. We codify experience. And we store it. And it really doesn't matter what happens to us. But what matters is what is the narrative? How do we explain it to ourselves? What do we tell ourselves over and over and over? We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And what dictates how we feel, what dictates what we do, is what plays over our head over and over and over and over. And so today we're going to consider what type of person are we? Are we the type of person that says, I have enough? Or we type of person, like my son Benaiah, that says, I've had enough. I can't even. I done. And that decision of which one of those you're going to be will dictate how you're remembered when this life is over. 
I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or check us out on the web prolifeacrossamerica.org Prolife Across America is educational, non-political and tax deductible If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life patty work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, the inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And man, we are growing. Our presence on social media is growing. Thanks to you guys. Please, uh, if you do social media, like us. Please go to Facebook, like us on Facebook.com. You go to Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. My wife, Valerie, puts on a great picture uh, on what today's show is about. We have a little bit of writing, so you know what's coming up. It tells you where we're going to be, what cities, life-changing, because we do life transformational training. Two and a half days where uh, all this stuff I share on the radio show, uh, I actually teach that in a two and a half day seminar called uh, Leadership Awakening. You can go to likeitmatters.net. 
likeitmatters.net to learn about that. But, uh, man, we're expanding. We, we have a cause. We're going to change this world one person at a time. Uh, and that's where this, the, the topic of this radio show comes from. You know, I have enough or I've had enough. Uh, because you're dealing with a world of hurting people hurting people. You have people keeping record of wrong, uh, keeping uh, all the traumas and dramas recorded. I mean, we got to go back 30, 40 years to defend ourselves. I mean, you got to think about the world, uh, what's going on. People are going back 30 years ago, you did this to me. 40 years ago, you did this to me. Uh, we got uh, the Democratic Party, part of their platform is they're going to push for reparations if they get control back of the um, uh, Congress. Now, they're going to push for reparations. They're going to have one group of people take their money and give it to another group of people because uh, of something that happened a couple hundred years ago. And, boy, we got a lot of people stuck in the past. A lot of people keeping record wrong saying, I've had enough. Don't you see it? Somebody votes for somebody different in the election and you chase them down and beat them up. Someone's wearing a hat that you don't like, uh, you throw soda in their face or you throw stuff at them and threaten them and call them every name in the book. Don't you see why these two mindsets, it really comes down to these two mindsets. And do is your mindset uh, a one of you have enough, in other words, blessing, gratitude, appreciation, opportunity to learn? Or is your mindset poor me, victim? Life ain't no fair. I've had enough. It's too much. Life should get a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. Nothing ever works out for me. Everybody else gets blessed, but I don't get blessed. Or all those white people get this. Or all those black people get this. Or all that one group of people get this. All men get this. All women get this. Are you looking for a reason to complain? Or are you looking for a reason to live your life like it truly matters? Because of these thirty to 60,000 thoughts we have per day, majority of them are unconscious and majority of them are repetitious. And you know what we believe is what we listen to over and over and over in our head. Dr. Caroline Leaf says that 75% to 83%, something like the figure, of all of our diseases are psychosomatic. They begin with our stinking thinking, with our bitterness. I mean, the, the, the human body, the brain releases 63 known chemicals, 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals make us feel. And when we have bitter, angry, resentful, stinking, thinking thoughts, it releases chemicals that destroy us. I've met the enemies living in my shorts. The, uh, the body releases the chemicals that it releases based on what we're thinking about, based on our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to our physiology, and based, and based on our breathing. Those three things make the way you feel. And we got 60 million Americans that are struggling with depression. 60 million. 60 million. And a majority of depression falls in a category called situational depression. And you know what causes situational depression? Our self. Our head. So we've got so many people spending money out there on communication, going to counseling, going to marriage counseling. Uh, I had a guy on the radio yesterday, a leadership guru guy, and talk about communication, so important. But you know what everybody's talking about when they use the word communication? They're all talking about interpersonal. They're talking about uh, Bob communicates with Martha, or Martha communicates with Betty, or Betty communicates with uh, Tom. That's what we're talking about. Yesterday, uh, John was talking about how a leader communicates with their people. But I'm going to tell you, 
when we're talking about communication, interpersonal is important. Don't I'm not downplaying that. But intrapersonal is far more important. In other words, the way you talk to yourself. What do you think thinking is? Thinking is nothing more than talking to yourself. That's all it is. And yet most people have a tough time listening to anybody talking to them. And yet we're talking about communication. You know why? Because their internal dialogue, their thinking, their internal voices in their head. I mean, it's, think about this. How hard is it to listen to more than one person at a time? It's really hard, right? And yet there's always at least one person talking to us. And who is that? It's ourself. And let's be honest, some of you have a party in your head. You got a former spouse, you got a parent, you got a bully, you've got the person who molested you or abused you, you got the person who didn't believe in you, who discounted you, you got the person, and there's a party in your head. And again, it's not the good type. And you wonder why you can't hear other people. You wonder why you have ears to hear but do not hear. Yeah, you hear, but you don't listen. Yeah, you can see, but you're so busy. I mean, I mean, you can look, but you're so busy judging people that you don't see people. And we all can touch, but most of us stopped feeling a long time ago because we're hurt. And this is why how these two belief systems, these two mindsets play out. You're either of the camp that you have enough, that you're grateful, that you've been blessed, or I've had enough. This isn't worth it anymore. I can't handle it. Life ain't no fair. Life is too hard. It's just not fair that that guy's in the White House. Or it's not fair that my person didn't win. Or it's not fair that A is happening. Or it's not fair uh, that Beyonce gets to go to Cuba and live on jets. Or it's not fair uh, that Obama gets to travel the world at our expense. Or it's not fair that George Bush gets this. Or it's not fair that Kim Kardashian... Don't you see it? We're so busy comparing ourselves to everybody else. We're so busy telling ourselves what's not right, what's not fair. Don't they know who I am? They can't treat me that way. And I was reading an article by Ann Voskamp in Fox News. and she, The title of the article caught me. It says, how three words can stop what's stealing your joy. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't you like to, to know what's stealing your joy? Because it would be nice to be joyful in life. We can't always be happy. Happy circumstantial. But joy is a mindset that comes from I have enough. And it was about this little kid. And there's, you know, my, my little boy, Benaiah, we always watch pajanimals. Every night before he goes to bed, it's a conditioning. It's an anchor. And there's this one pajanimals where one of the uh, little uh, animals uh, is sad. And it's weird because their friend is having a birthday party. And they're going to have cake and ice cream, get presents. Everybody's going to spend time looking at the person. And that person is really sad because they want that. They want the presents. They want the party for themselves. And their birthday party is not for another four months away. But yet when they had their party, they were all happy. And this, this article is, is, is about that. It was about being at a birthday party and this young girl was there and this young girl was getting a panic attack, was getting stressed out because it was her friend's birthday party. And, and, and she was sad because she wants the presents, because she wants. And so Anne Van Camp is talking about this and she says, who really especially likes or finds it easy when other kids get the big cake or the big gifts? Or all the flashing cameras on that other person grinning, you know, the mug smiling pretty over candles. 
right? And she and says she, she saw this once at a parade that there were women jockeying for a better position. That's really what it is. And she says it turns out it doesn't matter of hill of beans how old you are, how wise you are, or how you're sitting pretty. The more you let yourself compete and compare, the more you forget your own calling. She said, I've seen it. The women with their big handbags and big hopes. The more you push to get in front of others, the more you fall behind in being the best you can be. She says, I confess, I don't remember much of the parade, but she was talking about her own experience, but I went home with that, seeing people wanting to uh, put themselves above other people. And then she said, I went and listened to the kid with the kid's sister who had this birthday coming up. She was brave and honest and said out loud that she knew she was going to fill her tummy tighten into knots when everybody handed her sister all the presents, when her sister got the stage and the candles and the cake. So she showed me what her and her mom had written on a piece of paper for her, for her to carry in her pocket, to hold on to in her hand. Just three words were scrawled on a scrap piece of paper. And those three words were, I get enough. <clears throat> I get enough. And the kid's eyes dance. So I remember, I get enough cake. I get enough pretty gifts. I get enough people celebrating me too. That little girl holds that paper up. I'm not ever losing this because I can't forget it or that will ruin everything. I get enough. That's right, girl, because a girl can forget and that ruins everything. A woman can forget that her life is enough, that her road is enough, that her calling, her story, her singleness, her chastity, her marriage, her husband, her vocation, her apartment, her house, her childlessness, her kids, her body, her health, her work is enough. A woman can look in the mirror and find it impossible to say, I get enough. One can forget how to believe I get enough. There's enough scraps of paper in the world that we could all tear up the, that myth of scarcity and write it down for ourselves. The certainty of abundance. I get enough. One can write it on the mirror. I get enough. I get enough because I get enough grace. And his grace is enough for me. I get enough because I get enough love. And his love all around me for me, in me, is enough. I get enough. When I can't remember that I get enough, I just have to remember to give thanks. That's so powerful. If you think about that, ladies and gentlemen, that's the mindset. You're either grateful and you realize that you get enough, or you are a victim and you think, I've had enough. And I'm going to tell you right now, depending on which one you focus on, it will dictate so much about the happiness, the joy, and the impact of your life. We'll be right back. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina, who's served for 33 years, said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. 
and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, October 25th through the 27th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. For chips, sticks, for cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. If you're anything like me, the summer road construction did a number on your windshield this season. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, here to thank you for a great summer and to remind you that with cooler temperatures, those small cracks are going to turn into big ones, seriously compromising the safety of your windshield. Now's the time to take care of them and get that new windshield you've been needing all summer. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work anywhere in the metro. We're a local, family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service, and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage, and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And if you miss any of today's show called I Have Enough or I've Had Enough, then you just go to likeitmattersradio.com. And there you will be able to hear this message and uh, many others, a couple months of archived messages. John will have, probably have this up in the, uh, before noon. So you can listen to this and many archived messages. Also, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear insights, uh, things you think about the, uh, the, the radio program. If there's something I shared on the radio that you'd like to send me, uh, me to send you a copy of, I'd love to do that. So you just got to email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Today we're talking about I have enough or I've had enough. And they're basically two mindsets. They're two ways to think. And why I bring this up is because there is an attitude of gratitude or there's an attitude of victimhood. And we have something in our unconscious brain called the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. And what it does, it is like your tuner. It is like if you had a remote control. Uh, if you don't know why a TV is called a tuner, because it picks up on airwaves. It picks up on signals. And when you tune it to a certain signal, that's what it sees. And that's how our reticular activating system is. It's the same exact thing. What we focus on, we tend to see more of. So when I, um, when I bought a uh, Ford Expedition, 
uh, when I was going, I was looking for a new car. I was going to go get an Explorer. Uh, and I asked my friend who owned the dealership, I'd like to buy an Explorer. He said, no, Black, you want to buy an Expedition. This was like in 92, 95, somewhere around there. And I said, Gary, I've never seen an Expedition. Don't know what one looks like. He goes, yeah, you've seen them all over. They're all over Reno. That's when I lived in Reno. I go, I've never seen one. He said, listen, come by, get an Expedition, take it home. Uh, and if you don't like it, bring it back on Monday, and I'll get you your Explorer. Oh, my gosh, I loved it. I, I ran it to the ground, a uh, quarter of a million miles in a couple of years. I drove it everywhere. And you know what I saw all over Reno, Nevada, all over for the next couple of months, everywhere I looked? I saw Ford Expeditions. They were always there. They didn't pop up just because I bought one. See, what happened, my reticular activating system wasn't focused on it. But once I focused my RAS on, uh, on an Expedition, I was aware wherever I drove, my eyes automatically were gravitate to. When my wife was pregnant, she would always comment. It was so funny. I'd laugh without telling her why at the time. But she'd laugh. I can't believe it's so weird. There are so many more pregnant people. Like, wow, it's just weird. It's like something in the water. It's like everybody got pregnant about the same time. I've never seen so many pregnant people. Guess what? There were always that amount of pregnant people. The difference was my wife wasn't focused on being pregnant. She never planned on having kids. We, it wasn't part of the plan. It just happened. And so now that she was pregnant, her reticular activating system was focused all over on pregnant, on babies, on all that. So she saw them everywhere. Think about a woman who's struggling with a fertility. She wants to have a baby so bad, and her husband haven't been blessed. And her RAS is focused on babies, on pregnancy. The difference is between her and my wife, my wife would get, a good, would get this great feeling whenever she saw babies and pregnancies because she had a positive thought. But here's a woman who was struggling with fertility, the pain of not being able to have a baby. And then she still saw all the babies, all the pregnancies, and now with those pictures came hurt, came pain, came disappointment. See, what we focus our reticular activating system, our unconscious brain, that's what we see. If you were watching ESPN, why would you expect to be seeing SpongeBob? Don't you get it? If your tuner's focused on ESPN, you're probably going to be expecting watching sports. If your TV set, your tuner is focused on Telemundo, you're probably not going to be expecting to watch Fox News. Why? Because your tuner is tuned to a different frequency. And a lot of people park their RAS, their tuner, on the Life Ain't No Fair channel. On I'm a Victim. On the Life is Hard channel. On I Deserve channel. And boy, what you park that channel on dictates a lot about everything else. It is the internal frame that you frame everything else. Your intrapersonal communication is the frame. It dictates how you interpersonally communicate, how you talk to other people. I got this article. This was from last year, July 31 of last year. Psychologists say more and more young people are entitled. Research has discovered that large amounts of young people are developing an entitlement complex. The psychological trend comes from the belief that you are superior to others and are more deserving of certain things. This form of narcissism has some significant consequences such as disappointment and a tendency to lash out. Psychology Today reports that some examples of entitlement range from the disregard of rules, freeloading, causing inconveniences, and like to assume the role of leaders when working in group. 
so-called millennials who were born roughly between 1988 and 1994 tend to have this characteristic as a 2016 study found. The University of Hampshire, Hampshire found that youngsters who were studied on issues of entitlement scored 25% higher than people aged 40 to 60 and 50% higher than those over the age bracket. Dr. Joshua Grubbs, who conducted the research, which was published in the Psychology Bulletin, is quoted by Spring as saying, at extreme levels, entitlement is a toxic, narcissistic trait, repeatedly exposing people to the risk of feeling frustrated, unhappy, and disappointed with life. Oftentimes, life, health, aging, and the social world don't treat us as well as we'd like. Confronting these limitations is especially threatening to an entitled person because it violates their worldview of self-superiority. Do you hear that? That's powerful. Why do you think there's so many college camps that wrap up in white privilege? Don't you get these little kids, these youngsters, think they're privileged? They think they deserve a free college. They think they deserve free health care. They think anybody that wants to come to this country deserves to be here. Don't you hear the entitlement? But because they feel so entitled, they then lash out at other people they think have been entitled. You know, I leave my keys in my car. I leave my cars unlocked. Uh, I'm a pretty trusting person. I don't think people are stealing from me. I'll give you the last dollar I owe. I'm not a theft. I'm not a thief. I'm not taking advantage of people. I'm not stealing from people. So I don't think people are stealing from me. One thing I've learned over the years of studying people is that the people that are so worried about something happening to them is because they're focused on it all the time. The people who are worried about someone screwing them over, usually it's because they're used to screwing people over. The people that are worried about people gossiping about them, i got to be honest with you, are usually people that gossip because they think that people are just like them. So everybody gossips. Everybody cheats on their wife or their husband. Everybody says swear words. Everybody, that's how we do it. We take our own pain, our own insecurities, our own doubts, and then we project them in the future and we include other people. So someone that's abusing other people or someone that's cheating on their spouse is is thinking other people are cheating on their spouse. People that have been molested just assume that, well, it happens to everybody. And so they just assume that's what's going for everybody. So these people do feel privileged. They feel they deserve everything. They deserve a handout. They deserve success. Uh, they deserve to live with their parents as long as they want to. They deserve to be handed a paycheck. They deserve to get uh, $15 an hour no matter what they do, uh, minimum. They do, don't you see it? So this says confronting these limitations is especially threatening to an entitled person because it violates their worldview of self-superiority, right? I mean, those poor schmoes who voted for that guy in the White House, we can beat them up, we can destroy them because we're better than them. We're smarter than them. They're just a bunch of deplorables. That person who's wearing that hat that made that says that they voted for the other person, we should spit in their face, we should rip their head off, we should call them names because I'm better than them, because I'm smarter because they're dehumanized, because just like white people did to blacks a hundred years ago, treat them less than human, just like uh, Nazis did to the Jews, treat them less than human, just like any culture that wants to destroy another people, you just take away, dehumanize them, demonize them. It's in the rules for radical by Saul Alinsky. 
Most politicians have grown up in studying the rules for radicals. Look it up. One of the main roles in the rules for radicals is you dehumanize them, make them less than human, make them half a person, make them three-quarters of a person, make them a disgruntled, make them, uh, you know, a deplorable. That way you can attack them. That way you can attack them at a restaurant. You can burn down their house. You can uh, ban them for life. You can quit a job if they get hired. Don't you see it? And here's the thing. The study looked at 170 cases and determined that entitlement leads to disappointment, anger, negativity, and a constant need for that person to tell themselves that they are special. Professor Julie Exline, who was also involved in the study, added that the system only creates more issues and can lead to problems with other people. The entire mindset pits someone against somebody else. When people think that they should have everything they want, often for nothing, it comes at the cost of relationships with others and ultimately their own happiness. In order to break from this mentality, experts believe that an individual should learn to become more humble, more grateful, and accept their, their limitations. You hear this? Black isn't saying this. Like It Matter Radio isn't saying this. I'm just repeating what's said from Psychology Day from this study. In order to break from this mentality, experts believe that an individual should learn to become more humble, more grateful, and accept their limitations. Psychology Today also offers some other alternatives to solving this problem. Ready? And here's what they say. These including retrospectively reflecting on annoying incidents from someone else's perspective, promote other achievements, and stop justifying things to yourself that are wrong. Wow. If you can't say amen, say ouch. Because that's truly what's going on. That really is what comes down to these two mindsets. Either you have a mindset of, I have enough, you're grateful, you feel blessed no matter what life is thrown at you, or if you had enough, life ain't no fair, you're just a victim, it's poor you, don't they know who I am, they can't treat me that way. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, to put our big boy pants on and stop that stinking thinking. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, healthcare insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare. 
on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. If you miss any of today's show called I Have Enough or I've Had Enough, then you just go to likeitmattersradio.com, and there you will be able to hear this message and uh, many others, a couple months of archived messages. John will have, probably have this up in the, uh, before noon, so you can listen to this and many archived messages. Also, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear insights, uh, things you think about the, uh, the, the radio program. If there's something I shared on the radio that you'd like to send me, uh, me to send you a copy of, I'd love to do that. So you just go to email at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. And please know that you can go to iTunes now and you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. So uh, at the end of my radio show, it'll be sitting there waiting for you in podcast form so you can listen to it at your own leisure on your phone, on your computer, any time in the day and over and over if you want to. Uh, today, we're posing the question of what type of person are you? Are you the type of person that feels you have enough, that you're in the grateful, you're appreciative, or are you the victim? Are you the type of person that when things don't go the way you want, which is on a regular basis, I've had enough. Just my, my little drama king, my little boy, my little three-and-a-half-year-old warrior, Benaya. I can't even. I done. I done with the table. I done with eggs. I done with ketchup. I done. I mean, he's, little three, he's so adamant with a hand gesture, shake his head. I done. I can't even. I can't even. And boy, at least he's three and a half. At least he has an excuse. But you know why there's far more people who said I've had enough and far fewer who believe I have enough? Is because of three words. Envy, jealousy, and covetousness. Boy, and that covetousness is an interesting one. Because uh, there are Ten Commandments. If you don't know that, you can turn to the book of Exodus in the Bible, the 20th chapter. And the Tenth Commandment is interesting. It's thou shalt not covet. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. And by the way, I have heard it. You could take the, 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 the Tenth Commandment of thou shalt not covet 
and a majority of the other commandments are triggered by that one. The majority, I think seven or six or seven of the Ten Commandments, all tie directly into that Tenth Commandment of thou shalt not covet. And why? Because you're dealing with those words envy, jealousy. So let me define these three words to you. Okay, Envy is what you feel towards someone when he or she has something you want. Jealousy is what you feel when you have something you really like and don't want to share it. Covetness is what you feel about the thing you want that the other person has. That could be fame, that could be fortune, that should be a, could be a pretty spouse, that could be kids, uh, that could be a YouTube station, uh, that could be a position in the White House, uh, that could be a Supreme Court nominee, whatever it is. So jealousy and envy have very similar meanings and are often confused in many ways. The difference is whether you have some claim on the object of your desire. See, jealousy and envy have very similar meanings. Jealousy is defined as very watchful or careful in guarding or keeping and resentfully envious. Now, envy is defined as a feeling of discontent and ill will because of another's advantages, possessions, etc. Resentful dislike of another who has something that one desires. Sound like the world we live in? Jealousy has stronger emotions attached to it. It's no coincidence that jealous comes from the word zealous, which means ardent devotions. Do you see the tie-in? The first use of jealous in English were attached to biblical devotion. That's so powerful if you think about it. Then two lovers. I mean, our first love is supposed to be God, and our second love is supposed to be our spouse. So it makes sense. See, if you have or had something and are wanting to protect it, you are jealous of it. You can be jealous of your reputation, your wayward lover, the red shoes you got when you became Pope. Envy, on the other hand, is more like want and desire than zeal. It's sometimes considered a nice word for jealousy. And if you think about it, just because we were talking about it, the Bible talks about envy is a sin, not uh, jealousy. When you covet thy neighbor's wife, you are resentful that your neighbor has her and you don't. Now, if she was yours first, then you can be jealous, but that could involve violating another commandment or two. So envy derives from the Latin word invadir, which means to look askance upon, as in give someone the evil eye. Its previous use include malice and spite. So envy isn't as benign as some might have it. And so you got to get that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with this carrying all this stuff around that we were never supposed to carry. You know, I, always, I have a weird way of thinking, and uh, I do. I just, I'm very open about that. I get that. And I, I, I scan things, and things are tied together for me. So I saw this, this quote, I, this article, I'm sorry. It says, quote, obese tourists from U.S. and U.K. blame for crippling donkeys in Greece, activists say. It says, the donkeys of Santorini are reportedly not the only stubborn creatures on the Greek Isle. Officials say that increasing numbers of overweight tourists are opting to ride, not walk, up the steep hills of the popular cruise ship destination, thus crippling the animals in the process. A representative for the animal rights group Help the Santorini Donkeys recently told the Mirror that locals have been forced to begin breeding their donkeys with stronger mules to make it easier for them to carry what the Mirror calls fatter tourists. At present, overweight riders are leaving the animals with spinal injuries and open wounds due in part to ill-fitting saddles. 
It's recommended animals carry no more than 20% of their body weight. Obese and overweight tourists combined with a lack of shade and water, heat, and cobbled steps is what's causing such a problem. The spokesperson told the mirror, with donkeys, it should be no more than eight stone, 120 pounds. But how would that be imposed? Wow, 120 pounds. And if you've seen pictures like I've seen, if you travel the world, oh, my God, you got three, 400-pound people, these big obese people sitting on these things. What does that matter? Because a lot of people are carrying around stuff they never should have been carrying around, just like those donkeys. A lot of people are carrying this extra weight. God told me years ago that you're going through this plant, this world too heavy. Why does that matter? Because when we carry around stuff we shouldn't, when we carry in our pound of flesh, when we're keeping a record of wrongs, when we're in there, I've had enough, and life ain't no fair, this is what happens. Here's another article. Alaska Airlines responds to gay couple claiming flight crews separated them so straight couple could sit. Now, we don't know why people do what they do. But we can make anything because no one responds to reality. We respond to our perception of reality. So it says Alaska Airlines is investigating a claim that a gay couple was separated so a straight couple could sit together. David Cooley was flying from New York's JFK Airport to Los Angeles International Airport when he said an Alaska Airlines flight attendant gave preferential treatment to a straight couple. Quote, this is what he posted on Twitter, because now that he's been wrong, he's got to go destroy, right? That's what we do. That's the drama triangle, right? There's the victim, there's the persecutor, and the rescuer. And we're all on this drama triangle. They can't treat me that way. Do you know my rights? And this is what he put on Twitter, quote, I have never been so discriminated against while traveling before. After my traveling companion and I had been seated in our assigned seat for a while, we were approached by the flight attendant, and my companion was asked to move from his premium seat to coach so a couple could sit together. I explained that we were a couple and wanted to sit together. He was given a choice to either give up the premium seat or move to coach or get off the plane. We could not bear the feeling of humiliation for an entire cross-country flight and left the plane. I cannot believe that an airline in this day and age would give a straight couple preferential treatment over a gay couple and go so far as to ask us to leave. Cooley said he and his partner managed to get a flight home on Delta Airlines and advised other LGBT community to avoid Alaska Airlines. We will never be flying Alaska Airlines or the recently purchased Virgin Airlines Group ever again. Thank you, Delta Airlines, for getting us home safe. If you're an LGBTQ person, please spend your travel dollars with an LGBTQ-friendly airline like Delta. Isn't that amazing? Now, I've traveled with kids before. Little kids and been separated from my kids. I've traveled with my wife before, got upgraded, and had to be separated from my wife. So what is my reason? Is it because the airline that I was working with didn't like straight couples? Or the airline I was with uh, didn't like white people? Or the airline I was with? uh, Do you see what I'm saying? You know what? Life ain't no fair. Sometimes stuff happens. But your mindset, your internal communication, your intrapersonal communication, the frame that you have in your mind, either that you have enough, that life has lessons, that you're grateful, that you're healthy, that you have this, you have that, or that you're a victim. Life ain't no fair. I've had enough. And that's why that mindset, you could either park on one of two channels. You're either on the grateful channel or you're on the victim channel. You're either on the better channel or you're on the bitter channel. You're either on the employee mentality channel 
or the owner mentality channel. You're either a leaner or a lifter. Let me help you get your thinking right so your life could be better. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.